What you're about to hear are real emails received through the course of the week to talk at ryanjesperson.com. It's presented by our very good friends at Local Environmental. It's a feature we call Trash Talk! All right, this one from Ginny. Hey, earmuffs on, kids, for the duration of this trash talk. Trust me. Ginny says, what the fuck is up with the automated water taps in every single bathroom I ever visit? Like, who the fuck designs these things? Is there something wrong with my hands? Am I missing something here? How am I always the girl who can't get her water faucet to flow while these automated taps apparently work for everybody else? Ginny says, I'm going to lose it. And she says, but by the way, P.S., shout out to hand sanitizer dispensers everywhere. Now I'm quitting old school hand washing for good. Ginny, I'm just like you. I can't make the automated water taps find my hands. This one from Trish, who says all this talk about losing freedoms. She says, I'm seeing these convoys still going on, protesting mask mandates that don't even exist anymore. I just met a Congolese family. This is the email I was telling you about. Trish says, one brother here in Edmonton, three siblings in Burundi in a refugee camp. The rest are dead or missing. Both their parents killed by machete in front of them. This is what a loss of freedom looks like. Food, but no flour, just beans for months. Can't leave camp without permission. Once a year, you can't leave camp while they do a head count. There's not a thing to do. Your tin roof blows off during rainy season. Walls collapse until kind strangers from Edmonton pay for new clay bricks and another temporary roof. And the bare minimum medical with kids under five getting malaria all the time because it's cheaper to treat it than it is to prevent it. Trish says, I could go on to all these people still whining. Shut the fuck up and maybe do something to help your neighbor grow up. You're making the rest of us literally sick. That from Trish. What about this one from Tracy who says, I am at a loss for words. I've got a profile photo on Twitter with a simple photo of a mask. Uh, what is people triggered by me wearing this mask? People telling me even after I let them know my daughter has an immune disease and I'm, and I'm supporting those who aren't ready to take their masks off. I'm being called sanctimonious. I'm being told that I'm virtue sick. I'm being told that it's a nod of solidarity to the other cult maskers out there. Says I can't be part of a discussion on Twitter because of my profile photo. What the hell kind of a comment is that? I can't debate anybody because me wearing a mask makes me not credible, says Tracy in all caps. Grow the fuck up, people! That from Tracy. What about this one from Nancy in St. Albert? Says, Mr. Premier. She's talking about Alberta. It's about Jason Kenney. Says, you're an elected official. You're a public person. Critiquing your performance, your behavior, your remarks is par for the course. It is unacceptable for you to be attacking private citizens. Your Facebook post about University of Alberta law professor Dr. Ubaka Ogbogu needs to be immediately deleted. You owe him a public apology. He's an honorable man, a lawyer, a respected professor, and yes, a critic of your government. He's also critical of the NDP, and if you bothered to do any research, you would know this. You must be desperate, Mr. Premier, to do such a thing. Once again, you've lowered the bar absolutely despicable that from nancy in saint albert how about this one from tyler who says it's happy springtime that's budget time real talkers and i'd like to congratulate alberta's government the brilliant financial management in navigating our budget reality you glorious bunch of bastards you titans of industry single-handedly fixing alberta's economy i mean it just took escalating tensions and death and destruction in eastern europe and nearing another world war but hey you asshats knew that that oil would save you watch out nobel laureates these economic geniuses are gunning for you that from 
from Tyler. How about this one from Shane, who says, uh, Jess, well, I wasn't too familiar with your career before you went out on your own, but I've been watching Real Talk since the beginning, and you've been pretty transparent of where you stand on the political spectrum as a small P, small C, progressive conservative. Two-part question for you. When Twitter replies, like the one I saw yesterday, accuses you of being a mouthpiece of the NDP, or this morning, what was the one this morning? The guy that said Real Talk, Real Barf? What was I? I was the NDP lapdog. I was the I was the dipper mouthpiece. Uh, Shane goes on to say, as tempting as it might be to dismiss it as hyperpartisan noise, do you ever wonder if it's actually part of a larger symptom, the Overton window, where the conservative school of thought is making a concerning shift to the far right? Do you ever wonder that the political small L liberals and small P, small C progressive conservatives, that that center is collapsing? Uh, Shane, the answer is yes. He says, I ask because the rise of Brexiteerism and Trumpism and now with the Freedom Convoy and everything else, is the political center dead? Shane says, to wrap up my thoughts, it's a real bummer that the word convoy is so politically loaded right now. He says, this past spring, a Saskatchewan to Alberta biker convoy raised money for my good friend's stepdaughter who's fighting leukemia. My friends tell me they're still going to support this girl for as long as they can. Not all convoys. That from Shane. And this one to wrap today from Greg, who says, Mr. Jesperson, uh, you can just call me Rye. He says, uh, with uh, St. Patrick's Day approaching, can we please stop saying luck of the Irish? The history of the phrase is complicated with many different roots. Some see it as good luck messaging stemming from how Irish miners were lucky at finding gold during the early American gold rush, but it also has some less positive roots. One of the historical roots is dumb luck, where you're so dumb because the Irish were seen as stupid, yet still finding luck. It's actually really mean. And then there's the usage I've always known of, the sarcastic usage. The Irish have historically been treated like shit, and by many accounts have had shit luck. And by saying luck of the Irish, you're actually saying the person has terrible luck. Now, it may sound like a benign phrase, but it can be perceived as being negative and with some prejudiced roots. It's my opinion says Greg that people should stop saying luck of the Irish whatever it is that's in your craw whatever the burr under your saddle looks like we want to hear about it you can send it to talk at ryanjesperson.com trash talk in the subject line presented every week by our friends at local environmental as mentioned next week we've got a whole bunch of stuff locked and loaded including criminal defense lawyer Kyla Lee on deporting the Humboldt trucker and Canada's ambassador to the United Nations, the Honorable Bob Ray, will join us live Tuesday morning. In the meantime, keep it safe, keep it happy this weekend, Real Talkers. One love.